Hey, thank you for listening to the Providence Students Podcast. This is Pastor Dakota. I pray that this message will help you and encourage you. We love you guys. Have a blessed week. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How many of you are thankful for the peace of God? Even if you may not be in a peaceful season right now, you have been there. How many of you are thankful at the truth that is found in God? He says to rejoice always. And I love it. I love how he puts it again. Rejoice with an exclamation point. So I'm excited to jump into this tonight, but let's pray first. God, we ask the Lord you would help us tonight. Lord, we want to hear from you today, God. And so I ask that, Lord, you would, you would open up our ears and our hearts to receive what you have for us in this season tonight, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. Lord, help me and guide me in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. Our joy, our security, and freedom from anxiety depends all on our trust and gratitude to God and on our personal prayer life. Come on, I know that's a lot. There's the words depending and trust and all that. Listen, it depends on your trust in God. You've got to fully trust Him and it also depends on your personal prayer life. I've said this quite often. If you ain't got some type of prayer life, Get it going now. Like, it just takes a few minutes in the morning or in the evening. For me, it's better in the morning because I have to go to a job that I love. But I got to deal with people that I love. (sighs) Help me. I got to deal with people. And, you know, and uh, but it's okay. I love it. I do love it. But listen, your job, your, 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 excuse me, your, your security, your joy and freedom, it's, it all depends on those two things, trust and prayer life. You have to have that. Those who constantly pray with an attitude of thanksgiving can have confidence that God is always with them. Right. Come on, don't just be the prayer type person that's negative. Come on, I know in, in some seasons it's a lot of negativity, but if we can go to God with thanksgiving and thankfulness and present our requests to God, that, the Word says that's when we will receive the peace that transcends all understanding. Always going to God, will help, it will help us through every aspect of our life. Godly prayer, this is godly, okay, don't throw anything at me. Godly prayer takes the focus off of the difficulty of the situation and it puts it on the power of God. I know we have some difficult things, but godly prayers quit worrying about the difficulties of that situation. And more or less, let's focus on the power of God. We look, we've been looking at a lot of things and, uh, and here and in youth. And man, we've been looking at, you know, if you read in Numbers and in Joshua and you read and all these things, you know, they've seen mighty miracles of God through all this time. They get right up to the promise thing, you know, all these things. We've got to start focusing on the power of God and what He's already done before us. So that's when we, can really, when we start to trust God. He's done it before. He's going to get us through it again. Come on. When we, through prayer, through prayer, we renew our trust in the Lord's faithfulness by releasing to Him all of it. Yes. All of, an, of our anxieties. All of our cares. He says, listen, throw it at my feet is what He tells us. Listen, when we give that to Him in the problems, knowing 
that He would take them because He cares for us. That's something that we have to understand. He will take them because He cares for you and I. Ezekiel 34, 12 tells us that He is with us. That He will look after us. That He will rescue us. Come on. I've talked a lot about changing your vocabulary around a little bit. There's power in your words if you change your vocabulary up a little bit. Instead of saying, God might do this, when is God going to do this? Listen, God will do this. And that's what His Word says. Look, He is with us. Is is present. He's, he is with us now. That He will look after us. That He will rescue us. He is with us consistently. God can and will do more than we ask and desire in prayer, but also even more than our imagination can ever perceive. How many of you have ever asked God for something? And then he gives you more than you even asked for. Well, yeah. That doesn't always happen all the time. You're like, well, I asked for, I asked for a new car and I got a used car. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Come on. If that was the case, I'm like, man, I'd be asking for a lot of stuff, whether it was used or not, you know. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. When you, when you know, when you've prayed for something, he's like, not only am I going to do that, but here's a little bit of a cherry on top. Yeah. Just to tell you that I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. Come on, rejoice in the Lord always. The Lord is near. Come on. This is so perfect. Don't be anxious. Don't worry about anything. I know it's easier said than done. The freedom we search for, the peace that we search for, it is nothing compared to what you and I will actually receive. What God has for you and I, family, is immeasurably more than what you and I can imagine. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able... Let me tell you something. God is able. He is available. He is capable. He is the I am. Come on, we know He is able. To Him who is able. Quick little, this is, I'm going to get in trouble for this later probably, but listen. (laughs) A quick word on available. I used to say that word wrong. I used to say available. I used to think the L was silent until one day when Haley and I, (laughs) I graduated from Hilton. So, until when Haley and I first got married, we were in one rent house. We were looking for another rent house. And I was like, hey, um, I want to know if your property is available. And uh, Haley said, what are you doing? On the phone. Haley's real bad about when I'm on the phone. She'll, like, talk to me. Like, I can listen to two people one time. And she's all like, available? What? I was like, and I was like, quick. The L is silent. Like, I know this stuff. And she's like, the L is not silent. I had to share that with you because I, I want you to know my flaws. You can share your flaws with me. I can share mine with you. All right? So available. God is available, people. God is able. He is capable. He is the I am. He can take care of your situation. There's nothing too big for him. Come on. Quit focusing on the difficulty of your situation and put it on the power of God and what he can do. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that he, he is at work with us. He is working. Even in this season, in our church, in your lives, in your family lives, in the world, He is working. He has a perfect plan, and He is working more than you and I can really imagine. Isn't it amazing that I love the story of the greatest temptation of Jesus as He was fasting for 40 days in the desert, and Satan was tempting Him, and one of those temptations was Satan showing Jesus All of the kingdoms. You are familiar with that. Where he takes him up, he says, look at everything I can show you. What the word says, he showed him everything in one moment. He said, look, in one moment, he showed him everything. 
But if the book of Isaiah says, but of God's kingdom, there will be no end of the increase of his kingdom. It's more than... See, the world can show you in a moment what could happen. But if you start to focus on God, there is no end to his power. There's no end to his availability. There is so much more than you can imagine. So the enemy was trying to show you if something in a moment... And the Lord said, yeah, okay. We saw what he said. Listen, rejoice. Rejoice always. Man, we keep this up. We're going to be out of here in a record. In a, and we can, we can all go to Brahms. We can all... First Chronicles, chapter 16, 8 through 11 says, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim His name. Make known among the nations what He has done. Sing to Him. Sing praise to Him. Tell of all His wonderful acts. Glory in His holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in His strength. Seek His face always. In a nutshell, we don't have to worry tonight. We don't have to worry. Come on. Just by a show of hands, how many of you are going through something you're worried about right now? I'm worried about some things. I'm worried about some things that are pretty soon. I, I worry about them. But I have to focus on man. He is able. He's so able. He is so able. And I know, I know it's just small wording. And it's like, well, that's not. Give me something. Give me something good to chew on. Give me something big. That's it. He is so able to take care of it. And if we can just step back out of our flesh for a moment, that's what he wants. He wants us to step out of that for just a moment and go, you know what? It's in your hands. It's in your I thank you for what you've already done. Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. We have the truth. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the Bible tells us that the truth will set us free. And he said, and Jesus said, well, I am the truth. So here it is to set you free. The one essential cure to worry, come on, we know it, it's prayer. But we have to focus on how we're praying. Again, focus on his power. Godly prayer takes the focus off the difficulty. Yes. I'm going to say it over and over until when you leave, you're going to be like, man, I was tired of him saying that. But you will leave tonight going... I'm not going to focus on the difficulty. I'm going to focus on the power of God. And listen, God will equip you and I. Just as God equipped Moses to lead the Israelites with Aaron and his staff, just as God kept his promise to give Joshua victory over the Canaanites, just as God gave Esther the courage to go before the king, he will equip us for the tasks that are in front of us that we have to face every single day in our life. He is with us. He provides for us and he enables us to finish the assignment. What you're going through is a part of your assignment. Understand that it's a part of your... You, when you start to realize, wow, this is part of how he's developing me. He's, 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 listen, when you, when you go through it all, perseverance, you'll become out complete, not lacking anything. His statements are bigger than my situations. What he says about me is a whole lot bigger than what's in front of me. I'm not concerned about my situation. I'm concerned about my destination there you go. and where I'm going. Come on, and we, listen, we're all, we're on, we are on our way to heavens, but listen, listen, it's not just we look forward to that. We, that's the most important thing. We look forward to that, but come on, we're going somewhere here too. Yes. We're going somewhere here too. Amen. It didn't have to be something you know, big and prosperous, 
For you, it is. For you, it's like I'm getting on the other side of this disease, or I'm getting on the other side of this of this relationship problem. I'm getting on the other side of this addiction. Whatever it is, come on. You should not be worried about your situation. I'm worried about my destination. Where am I going? So I'm not just looking at what's in front of me. I'm looking at what's on. I'm focused on what's to come. And listen, I'm excited for when He comes and I get to go with Him one day. I'm focused on that. Our destination is heaven. We got many battles and storms to go through here on earth, but God will equip us to win this conflict. Without struggle, there is no triumph. My God still speaks. My God still heals. My God still comforts. My God still creates. My God still restores. He redeems. He still manifests. He still provides. Listen, my God is, is I am. It's so much, so powerful in that. Who do I tell them that sent me? Who do I tell them? Tell him I am. Come on, it took me a long time to get my head around that. He is. He is. I'm not concerned about my situation. I'm concerned about my destination. When we release our problems and concerns to God, He will replace them with His perfect peace. Come on tonight. This is a place tonight. Here in a little bit, we're going to get to these altars. And this is a perfect opportunity tonight for you to give it to Him so you can receive the peace from God. And just like I said last week, people will look at you like you're crazy. People will look at you like you're crazy because you still got a smile on your face, even though everything you're going through. The supernatural peace will guard our minds to protect our hearts as a result of communication and companionship with Jesus. Isaiah 26, 3 through 4 says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Come on, the Lord himself. Trust in him. During the difficult and stressful days, God will give perfect peace to those who remain spiritually firm and faithful to him. Don't let your your circumstance pull you away from what what, what you believe in. Come on, don't, don't let it pull you away from what you've seen God do. In times of trouble, we must continually strive to keep our minds on the Lord's and express our dependence on Him. How many of you need God? I can't do it without Him. I I need you in every single thing. It's almost like, how many of you have ever worked for somebody who micromanages everything? I've worked for people like that. They micromanage everything. It's like, could you just give me a little bit of trust and just let me do it? Here's the thing. I want God to be my micromanager. He's the one person that I want him constantly whispering in my ear. You shouldn't do this. You should do that. Take a step here. Go do this. Go do this. Don't go do that. I want him to be my micromanager. Oh, yeah. I heard something that was so amazing, I, and I can't take credit for it. I want. I wish I could. I wish I could have done it. How many? You would know this when a when a pastor or a preacher you hear listen to says something. You're like, mm, why didn't I think of that first? I heard Pastor Craig Rochelle, anybody know who that is? Life Church guy. He's over all Life Church. He said something that was phenomenal. He said, You got the enemy screaming at you and everything's so loud and all these things, but when you hear the voice of God, he's whispering because he's close. Yeah. Oh, I just, I melted when he said that. He's like, But the Lord whispers. He whispers to you because he's close. I thought, Man, that's so good. We can get so distracted by everything that's in front of us, but if we can, that's why it's important to get your prayer time because he'll whisper to you, I'm still here. I still comfort. I still create. I still empower. I still heal. I still do these things. Man, 
Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord himself is the rock eternal. God will always give us a sense of hope and stability if we rely on him as our rock, our source of refuge and stability who endured forever. Trusting God and living his way is the only firm foundation for our life. Yes. Through prayer, God strengthens us to do all that he desires for us. Through prayer, we receive mercy, grace, and help in the time of need. As we spend time with God in prayer, he is able to assure us that in all things, he is working out for my good. There's a, good, there's a song, I can't even think about it. I, can't, I don't even know how, how it goes, but it's something on that time. It's like, man, he's working everything out for my good. I think it's a song by Pat Barrett I heard today. I heard a few weeks ago. It's called Canvas in the Clay. It's so beautiful. He said, listen, you're the artist. You're the potter. I'm the canvas. I'm the clay. You draw it for me. You form me. You, control, you help me in everything. And, and I love, too, there's a part in that song that says, no matter the mistakes, no matter wrong choices, God, you're still going to change it, and you're going to work for my good. You're still going to do things for my good and for your glory. It's not all about us. We love that thing. It's always going to be for my good, but it's also for his glory that people will look at you and go, man, you went through that. You don't get the glory for that. He gets the glory for that. It was for your good. You, you're working for Him. That's a part of your assignment. Start looking at your situation and think about the power of God of what He can do and how He can reach people through your situation. Everybody's got a ministry. Yes. Everybody's got a ministry. Everybody's got one. Come on. Just if you could start looking at the next doctor visit. Okay, how can I glorify God in this? How can we reach people through this? It's amazing. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Psalms 46.1 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The stress that you're feeling about your job, your family, your finances... You fill in the blank. You know what it is. I didn't say it, but you know what it is. You, in this moment, I, I saw some of you raise hands that you're worried about. Whatever it is, you fill in the blank on what it is. That anxiety that's pushing on your chest that wakes you up in the middle of the night, that keeps you up all day long, it may, maybe causes you to stay down. The depression that you're feeling at this exact moment, the worry, God is the giver of peace. Come on, God's the giver of peace. Yeah. And listen, I can't help you grab a hold of that. Like You have to just see that. Hope. I said it a few weeks ago, hope, there's hope for you. God can and will hold you. I, I, most of the time, he's holding me because I'm just all the time. I, I need him. I need him. I go through stuff every day. I go through battles every day. So do you. We need yes, God. God's peace is the opposite of human anxiety. And there's a lot of people that battle with anxiety. A lot of people who need some medication for that. I know some personally. I'm not knocking that. We need God to intervene. We need God to help us. It all comes when we call on God from the hearts that are fully devoted to Jesus and His Word. I want to speak on that for a moment. His Word. We have gotten, I'm not saying you in general, maybe some of us, as a church in general, across the board, we've gotten in a bad I, we've got this idea that it's okay just to come. It's great we come to service, we hear the word, and we go on, and we praise, and we worship, and we respond in the altars. 
But you will never manifest what you're asking for on the altar, what you're giving to God, if you're not spending time in His Word. Amen. That may make some people upset, but if you're not asking, if you're not listening to Him, this is His voice. This is His voice. This, the Holy Spirit communicates to us, but He communicates the most through His Word. When we read what He's already done, what He is doing, I'm telling you, church, we've got to get in His Word. Now, I, don't, I, think a lot, I think everybody would say we're fully devoted to Jesus. I would like to say everybody's fully devoted to His Word. But if you're in a place today where you're not so much in His Word, you just love to have the relationship with Jesus, you need to get more in His Word. Because this is how you develop the relationship with Him. This is how you learn who He really is. I, by committing our cares to God, we can determine to not to worry about them because they are now His concern. This peace is an inner sense of calm and assurance delivered from Christ by the Holy Spirit within us. I'm wrapping up. Just a few more minutes. I want you to get ready to... Listen, you're going to put it at the altar today. Tonight. I believe there's power when you get up and you, and you lay it at the feet of Jesus. Come on. Tonight I want you to be thinking about that. What it is that you're worrying about. What it is that you need God to help you through. Is there a decision that you need to be making? Is there some financial problems that you've been brought up with? Whatever it is, you've raised your hands. Some of you didn't, but you have it. I want you to get ready because tonight we're going to give it to Jesus. It's not based on emotions or circumstances, but on the solid foundation of our relationship with God. It involves a firm confidence that Jesus is near and that God's love will be active in our lives for our good. When we commit our troubles and concerns to God in prayer, His peace will stand guard at the door of our hearts and minds. How many of you need some guard at your heart and your, oh, your mind? Yes. I need somebody to stand guard at all times. It's yes. hmm. so hope in Jesus. If fear, listen, today you may leave here and everything's great. And if fear and anxiety return, we can go to God in prayer with a thankful heart once again, and He will send His peace to guard our hearts under God's protective custody. You are in His protective custody. We again can feel safe, and we will be able to rejoice in the Lord. Lord. It's tough sometimes. I get it. That's why I really feel every opportunity that I've been given the opportunity to speak before you, I'm now looking back at the last few months of the messages that I've preached. The Lord showed me something this week. Every week when I bring you something, I just think it's okay, it's a different topic, it's a different topic, it's a different topic. You know, I give you the word, and it always goes in tune with, it's always funny, and we've said it always goes in tune with what the church, with what the, how the movement of the church is going. But I've looked back at all my messages. I don't know why, I just felt the need this week to go back and look at everything that I've preached on Sunday nights. And I back up to everything, and it leads up to this moment. It's a cycle. Listen, I said months ago, get you that community. Get you those people around you that you can depend on and lean yes. on. Come on, then I moved to, I moved more to, you know, a couple weeks ago, the hope. And then tonight, and then there's some others in there that I'm not telling you, but everything lines up within each other. It's a cycle that, listen, give it to God. Lean on each other. We do this thing together. We pray for each other. We walk together. A good friend will walk for you. All those things that I've said, it's a cycle that we're going to live in until we get to glory one day. It's not so bad. But there are times where we need, we need people. We need the Word of God. We need all times. We need Him. How many of you need Him tonight? Yes. yes. Come on. We got, we got a lot of time. Yes. 
But I think it's a good opportunity for us to spend that time in prayer. Sister Mary, would you mind helping me out tonight? Listen, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your need, what it is in your life that you needed. I have a need too. I have some things come up. I have a need. So can we do that as a body today, as a family? Yeah. Can, we, can we lean on each other and pray for each other? I think that's where there's power is. Because if you can just find somebody. I want us to do that. Let's go. Instead of just, you can come up to the altar. You can pray where you're at. But I want you to find somebody and pray for them. So let's do that tonight. As I pray for you, be looking for somebody to pray for. If the Lord's telling you, go talk to them. Go pray for them. Let's do that tonight, okay?